Springtime Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, Jason Wilde. Packers Hall of Famer, Mark Tauscher. Broadcasting live from the ESPN Madison studio, this is Wilde and Tausch, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Thursday edition. The uh, I think it's going to happen, and I'm worried. Edition. The Tausch is going to be proven right. Others are going to be proven right, and he gone deuces be edition of Wildey and Tausch. On 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN Madison, 14.30 ESPN Beaver Dam, ESPNWisconsin.com, the ESPN app, your Alexa smart speaker, and of course, WisconsinOnDemand.com and the Wisconsin On Demand app. I'm Jace Wilde in Green Bay, Jesse Nelson, and back to being silent, Riley. I did see a car driving down the road yesterday with student driver, big magnet on the driver's side door. So some people are still practicing. Are in the ESPN Madison studios. And from his undisclosed location, he is a former Aaron Rodgers teammate. And there's about to be a heck of a lot more, it seems like. He is the Packers Hall of Famer. He's Mark Tauscher. Tausch, good morning. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Some folks are probably going to disagree with this. Because they want Aaron Rodgers to stay, but it does feel like that volcano with all the magma is bubbling, 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 bubbling. But they're going to love hearing good news, like when they learned that 86,400 seconds, well, it made my day. How about a little yeah. something for the effort? Yeah, hey, good, good, good job. Oh, snap. All right, I, I'm not, I, I want to be very, very, very That seems low. That clear. seems low to me. 86,400 seconds in a day? You should see the musical Rent. They sing about all yeah. the different amounts of time that yeah. go into a I like to buy. day in the life. Don't want to rent. In daylight and sunsets in cups of coffee. Uh, as long as we're not singing, when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. Um, rent so, better than West Side Story. I, I like Rent a lot. All right. Uh, I could talk about Broadway musicals all day. 
Uh, and maybe Aaron you know Rodgers what I and think? I could go We're always – hey, we're looking for more digital content. I've just come up with something. You and Jesse review all of the Broadway musicals on your own time uh, on Wisconsin On Demand and not on this show. Is that Are we on board with that idea or not? I could see you guys doing like a Siskel and Ebert type I was thinking right. more Will Broadway Broadway House the musical. The musical wow. episode. Kind of like hey, that Hey, Jason, idea. before you get into Jeez, the Jets and You Diana are so... Receive, I mean, could you be more bull at a china shop here? I do not want you to get after me at any point today if I try to sneak in one line while you're talking and you give me the dirty look for interrupting you. But please, go <laughs> ahead. Go right ahead. When do I... First off, I love it when you interrupt me. That's where we disagree. Uh-huh. Hey, what do you do if your daughter puts a lot of work and effort into making a dinner that wasn't very good? Do you do you lie you and just say, you know, of course, but you don't you don't blow smoke, right? You you also say oh, it's a little bland, or are you just flat out lie? A little bland, <laughs> daughter. Yeah. I air fried a pizza by accident last night, and we ate it. Ooh, did you discover something? By no, that? it was Is not it good. good. No, oh. not very good. <laughs> it had to be crispier, though. It was uh, crispy on top, doughy on the bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not not ideal to air fry the pizza. So so just let me understand what's happened so far. You've, uh, you've decided to create a podcast about Broadway musicals for Jesse and I to do more work on our own time. You guys love no, you uh, guys love Broadway music. You've you've wedged in the pun of the day. Yeah. It's and been a while. I've uh, on a morning when Diana Rossini reports that the Jets are very confident that they're getting Rodgers and are on the quote brink of getting Rodgers. You would like to discuss the proper behavior of a father when his daughter makes dinner and it sucks. Uh, is that it didn't a, suck? Don't um, don't put words in my mouth. Uh, it was a, a, Eleanor is it was a, a little bland. She is a she's a big uh, podcast listener to the show. Okay, it did not suck. Okay, good. It was not it was not something I'd ever want to eat again. Oh. <laughs> Wow! You're right. I clearly did not accurately depict well, how you I felt about the meal. No, I ate it last night, but she got her idea that she wanted to make a steak soup. So then, first off, you don't you don't ruin steak with putting a yeah, soup. You put, yeah, soup is more for... Uh, that's a whole other story. No steak should be in a soup. The other thing... So she, to her credit, she's shredding carrots. She's doing all this stuff. She wants to contribute. I respect and love that about her. But I saw it gurgling. I saw it festering, and I thought, eh, this ain't my kind of soup. Health, it's very healthy. A lot of fresh veggies and broth. So, but I don't want to have it again. Do I lie to her? I, I said this is pretty good. I didn't, like, diminish it, and I didn't want to discourage her. But I also don't want to be sunshines and rainbows when it's not. So... I don't know. I I think I handled it the right way. If she because we always this is kind of the deal we do at the house. If we make something, it, the question always is, do we want it again? And typically the answer is yes. Last night the answer is no. We, we don't want it again. So 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 again, just to recap, you you. You announced that she's a big podcast listener. Did you tell her in real time that this fell under the I never want to eat this again category? 
No, but But she's going to hear it if she listens on Wisconsin On Demand. She's very astute. She picks up on body language very Uh, well. uh Uh-huh. So she understood that we didn't – because we weren't going back for seconds. Typically, we're going to go back for chicken fajita soup or, you know, Sarah makes a really good Thai soup. The chili always is a big hit. This was – we got our – we ladled up, and then we called it a day. So she knows. So so, uh, if if Eleanor is very astute – about reading the room and reading people's reactions, the unspoken reactions that they might have. Uh, I I will not try and claim that I am as good at it as she is. But I get the sneaking suspicion that eight minutes into the program, the fact that you have done your best to discuss anything but the impending, on the brink of a trade departure of Aaron Rodgers, as someone who wants him back... That I'm not saying you're Kublering, Elizabeth Kubler Ross. No, but are you are you are you topic avoiding a little bit here? Are you readying uh, no. yourself? I mean, and you're not I, quite listen, ready. I have two hours and forty five minutes to delve into as deep as so you're you procrastinating. Want um, I don't want this to happen. I've been very clear about that for a long time. I don't think. Uh, I just don't think it's in the betterment for the 2023 season. But I'm not saying this isn't the best move for the Green Bay Packers. I'm not. So that's where, I guess, the the Kubler effect. Yeah, I might be. I, I'm not denying it. I've said this for a while. I said last week, end of an era. Right. You I, did. I don't know which part of the Kublering I'm trying to. I'm not bargaining. I'm not trying to bargain. No, what else it hasn't happened yet. So the loss has not officially occurred. So you're, I think your hope is not a strategy, but I think you're, I, I don't want to speak for you. I, that's Homer's job, and that's your job for Homer. Would but, Packer fans rather see Rodgers retire or go to the Jets? Uh, I think there's a portion of the fan base that just wants to be done with him no matter what, right? They don't care what he so does. So that's the, those are the people I'm asking about. And you're not getting the haul everybody thought. This isn't Russ Wilson. That, that, that's this that's where I'm headed. Deshaun yeah. Watson. Yeah. Uh huh. I think Packer fans would rather just see him retire and move on. There's no risk if he retires and moves on and doesn't come back, right? You don't have. There's no risk the way, of you. He ain't have, retiring. But no, yeah. I I understand. Um, you don't have to worry about him going to the Jets and doing what Favre couldn't with the Vikings, right? Like, you don't have to worry. He's just off, you know, opening a CBD shop or whatever he ends up doing. An ayahuasca cantina. That's great. God bless him. That actually sounds good. They have tacos at that cantina, They have steak soup, obviously. A lot of bathrooms. Uh, (laughs) But I I can't. This has been bothering me since last night because I I talked to someone last night while I was driving back from ballet and uh, Maddie's ballet, not mine. And... They made me feel the same way that I think you're kind of feeling. Like, the, and as Diana reported this morning, which we'll play her in a minute, since we're bearing the lead discussing Broadway musicals and steak soup. But it started to dawn on me that this could—I'm not saying it will—but it started to dawn on me that this could go really, really bad. Like, and again, I say that as someone who likes Jordan Love as a dude, who 
wants to see him succeed because I do like him as a person. And as someone who acknowledges his vast improvement, I'm not in denial about that. But there are some people that are saying, you know, he's going to be the next Patrick Mahomes when he gets his chance. And I, Mike, Mar- Mike Martz told the 33rd team and our buddy Mike Tannenbaum and that operation how impressed he is with him. I'd love to know how much Mike Martz has seen of him. Yeah. Like, did the Packers send uh, him practice video? Yeah, we're not that interested in Mike Martz's opinion. Right. Uh, and, and, and so, I, again, I, I understand. I'm the old guy on the panel. Not as old as Homer, but old. I remember the 70s and 80s. And I've watched all these other teams for the last three decades, most of which I have covered as a reporter, wander in the quarterback wilderness, jealous that, yes, they only won two Super Bowls with back-to-back Pro Football Hall of Fame quarterbacks, but there is an alternative out there, and it sucks. And that's what I found myself thinking about last night as I drove home, and that's what I woke up thinking about after I heard Diana Rossini's report that they are on the brink of acquiring Aaron Rodgers by the Jets. Who were you talking to last night that got you so pumped? Who were you talking to? I'll tell you my source if you'll tell me yours. Was it your good friend Trey Wingo? Uh, it was not, but he is scheduled to appear. Um, oh, all right. I want no, people. I, it's just, I, I do think in the more this is unfolded, and I told you last Tuesday, uh, I was sad because it hit me there that this was probably it did. over. Yeah, you're right. And nothing has happened in the last eight or nine days that would make you think otherwise. Uh, there are fans that are very excited about the future. I'm excited to see what Jordan Love can do too. But I just there's something about having a guy that you know is going to keep you in the mix and it's going to be entertaining. You're, it's going to be relevant from an organizational standpoint. And I hate to say this because the Green Bay Packers <clears throat> as an organization it's been great for the last 30 years. But when we've seen Aaron Rodgers miss games, uh, we've kind of teetered on the irrelevant factor. We've kind of teetered on that part of it. And we saw, I'll never forget, because you keep thinking, oh, the Packer fans are great. But what happened when Rodgers broke his collarbone, the season was over, and Minnesota came to town? Remember that? Purple infested that stadium. It was infested with purple. Uh so I get all this. I understand it. I, I just, I'm amazed. And maybe it will happen when it's finalized and if it's finalized that Rodgers is leaving. But the amount of to hell with this bum, let's get him out of here, just is, it's it's amazing to me. And it's, I understand it's just the emotions running. It's not Packer fans that don't appreciate because I firmly believe that when this does happen, people will say thank you for your service and mean it to Aaron. But the amount of just, yes, be, be done with them and move on, it's staggering to me. And I, I, I don't quite understand that other than we've had 12 years and you haven't gotten us back to the promised land. Let's move forward with somebody else. That's the part that still staggers to me. And I'm, I do feel sad about how this whole thing is ending. I do. Gina Della would never move on from you, would she? She would never 
say, uh, uh, deuces B, and you would certainly be sad if she did. I would. I would, and I'd be sad if you people that are using saran wrap to keep your windows insulated don't give Pella a call right now. Call Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin today. The beauty of getting new windows and doors from Pella is that they're able to customize to match your unique home decor. Jason, you could get one with all kinds of knickknacks and photo frames. It looks like stuffed animals to match all that. If you wanted to put something in your basement, they will paint them. They'll stain them. They'll leave them bare. Whatever you decide looks best. You can get 0% financing for up to four years. Certain restrictions do apply. This offer ends at the end of March. Visit PellaWI.com today to learn more. We'll hear Diana Rossini describe where the Jets believe they are with Aaron Rodgers, and we'll talk about it next. It's Will Dean Tausch. This is Will Dean Tausch, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Call Gina Della from Pella today, 855-PELLA-WI, and online at PellaWI.com slash radio. Before we get sidetracked by anything else, let's hear what Diana Rossini actually said this morning, furthering the expectation, speculation, whatever you want to call it, of Aaron Rodgers' time with the Packers being on the cusp of ending. The best word to describe the way the New York Jets feel about this, which is optimistic, right? So they felt that way, actually, before they even went out to California near Aaron Rodgers' house to meet with him, have dinner. Owner Woody Johnson went along with them. It was his private jet that they flew on. And they felt good before they went to visit with Aaron Rodgers because they've had conversations with him. They've had conversations with the Green Bay Packers as well in terms of the compensation. But from what I was told, it was really important for ownership to just get in front of Aaron and and talk and and just feel him out and see what the situation could evolve into. And I, I was told it went really well. And it was an exceptional meeting, and the Jets returned back to the New York area yesterday. And in the building, just having conversations with people there yesterday, they feel really good that they're going to be able to land the big fish. Oh, the big fish. Jonah. He's a muskie? What is he, a muskie? Well, he can't be a whale because a whale's not really a fish, right? Um, the not great white whale. whale. Right. Um house you hear that and you think about the way things have been pointing now for quite a while the things we've heard said about how the Packers feel about him um, the fact that Albert Breer of the Monday morning quarterback and Sports Illustrated suggested yesterday that the Jets probably won't have to give up this year's first round pick Mm-hmm. In this deal, um, the fact that, as we discussed earlier in the week, the David Bakhtiari restructure that was uh, being talked about by Brian Gutekunst as being nearly a done deal, uh, 
And a week later, we have a week plus later, we haven't heard a peep about that. Um, what do you think? Where do you think we're headed here? Is there any chance? Because I've got a couple of tweets here from fans who are on the other side of this. Uh, in fact, our uh, massage gun giveaway winner from the St- Steinhoffel's contest we did. I think he, or she, it's he, right, is delusional. This is nothing but the Jets applying more pressure on Rodgers to say, yes, he's not going to leave, all caps. Uh, I don't mean to be whatever, but that, to me, is denial. uh, Sorry, buddy. I mean, look, look, he does have to decide that this is what he wants to do. I totally get that. But I don't know how much more clearly, other than putting up a giant billboard in the middle of Titletown, that the Packers brain trust, and again, I don't know where Matt LaFleur stands. I've not talked to him. But certainly Brian Gutekunst and probably Mark Murphy, uh, they could put a big billboard at the top of Aaron's Hill that says, we don't want you anymore. Because that's how this feels. That feels like the messaging here. Again, a former beat writer came out and said, and everybody heard it, that your team was disgusted with Aaron Rodgers. And you said nothing. I mean, nothing to push back on that. The narrative for weeks, Tom Silverstein mentioned that Goody had said to an NFL colleague that they were done and he was ready to move on. No pushback, none of any kind. There has been zero pushback to that narrative. So one step shot putting the billboard on top of Aaron's Hill. And that's fine. That's, if that's what you've decided as an organization, you are entitled to have decided that. You believe that's what's best. You Be ready to be wrong, right? Because as Mike Tannenbaum told us yesterday, or two days ago, Mike Tannenbaum said, hey, I said, you know, you get this wrong, you get fired. He said, yeah, been there, done that, right? Twice. So this is a big matzo ball out there, Seinfeld. But they have made it very clear through their actions and their inactions of not pushing back on anything that's been reported that even if Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to go to the Jets, sure feels like they don't want him either. Uh, That's become abundantly clear to everybody that's paying attention. And I think, unfortunately for them, uh, and what you just said about Albert Breer with uh, draft pick compensation and everything else, this con- this contract that they gave Aaron Rodgers is a behemoth. And it is going to be a burden. And I think a part of the reason why you're seeing not as many teams maybe dabble to see where Aaron's at is because of that. And the fact that you have the Jets intrigued enough and flying out there to see him, you now as, as Packer Nation has to look at this and say, well, you should get two first. Yeah, if Aaron was out there... On the open market, he'd be there'd still be a ton of teams that want him. It's not where he's at. He is in this position. Now, the question still is, yes, Mark Murphy can say he doesn't want him. Brian Gutekunst can say he doesn't want him. Matt LaFleur can say he doesn't want him. All three can say, Aaron, we don't want you. You could Costanza it and lock yourself up in that bathroom 
with the and and you remember he, he dug in there and he's calling the guy and he says I'm here. That's what he could do. Uh, I don't think it's going to get there because that's that's pretty childish and it's obviously a TV show. But Aaron Rodgers still, for as much as we've kind of moved the ball and said, well, the Packers don't want him, the Jets. Eh. Rodgers still controls this whole thing, and there's still there's still other cards that he can use. If he's not enamored with going to an AFC team, playing against Belichick and Josh Allen and uh, Tua, and having to get by Burrow and Mahomes and Herbert and all these guys in the AFC, he could just say, I'm going to retire. And you know what? There's nothing Green Bay can do about it. And then you know what he could do? He could come back in August and do it. So it's not – if this thing could be the least messy of the way, there will be an announcement today or tomorrow. The Jets are getting a second-round pick. There's a conditional pick coming if Aaron plays longer. Right. And Green Bay would look at this as a monster win if the Jets have to pay all that compensation. I would venture the Jets – and I also saw reports from – different NFL folks, and they've said that the Jets are going to ask the Packers to eat some of that comp, right? All of a sudden now you're eating comp and you're not getting a one, and you have to start wondering, where is that? Where is it just I want him out of here? I just don't want him anymore? I don't want to deal with this anymore? Because that's where this is headed. This isn't headed for the... Russell Wilson, oh, my God, we have six teams, the Raiders and the Panthers and the Falcons. and That's not where this is going. Now, can somebody sneak in? Could the Atlanta Falcons sneak in and say, you know what? We want to get back at you all for getting far from us for 15, 16 years. We're going to come in here and poach old boy from you. They have a monster amount of cap space. So this is all, again, you and I are in agreement on this. Just all seems too buttoned up and too easy, and it might be the case. But Aaron Rodgers still has to agree to play, agree to redo do his deal, and agree that New York City is where he wants to put down his roots and try to finish his football career. That's a lot of things that have to work themselves out. We'll talk more about this as we continue, and again. I put a tweet out, which, as many of you know, I have significantly curtailed in recent months. I'm not saying that it's a foregone conclusion that they're going to suck, so please don't misunderstand me. But the law of averages and the regression to the mean would indicate that sooner or later, the famous pendulum, what is it, a pirate ship? pirate ship right up in the Dells has to swing back the other way remember it wasn't that long ago when the Chicago Bears owned the Green Bay Packers there was no Packers quarterback shouting I own you I still own you that was not happening they were way down in the all-time series and the pendulum shifted in an enormous way now will it swing back the other way that far I don't believe so but I just think that we have to be careful about this, what I perceive as celebratory feeling that some Packers fans have. Thank God we're getting rid of this guy. This four-time NFL MVP, 
this guy that Jets players are openly campaigning to get, and we have Packers fans saying, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. I, I, I can't. That blows me away. You can believe that this is the right move for the team. It very well might be. But the celebratory nature that I have seen from some, I, 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 I'm amazed by that. Why do you think that is? We will explore that next. It's Wilde and Tausch. This is Wilde and Tausch, driven by Zimbrick Chevrolet in Sun Prairie on 100.5 ESPN. See their full inventory at ZimbrickChevrolet.com. Overly dramatic, which I know some folks think I am. But I did not sleep great last night. Like I don't know if it was thinking about all the work that awaits when he gets traded. I don't know if it was, hey, I wonder if I'll go out to New York and go to the press conference. And I mean, I got a lot of history with the guy, but I did not sleep well. Made me wish that I shopped the Mattress Madness event at Steinhoffel's. It's the best time for me to buy my new mattress. Plus, you can get the test rest opportunity with a Beautyrest Black mattress, and that could give you the chance to win a dream vacation to Hawaii. Go visit Trey Wingo, who I know lives there part of the year now. Steinhoffels has all the best brands at all the best prices, and with their 72-month special financing, your new mattress is even more affordable. And you can't go wrong with free delivery and their 120-night sleep guarantee. So shop in-store or just do it online at steinhoffels.com. Tausch, you asked me before the break why I thought there was this kind of celebratory attitude about the seemingly impending mm-hmm. departure of Aaron Rodgers. And and I, I, I think it's amplified in the era in which we live. I see the tweets I get the emails. It's it it's more I'm bombarded more than I was in like 06, 07, 08, right? With Favre. Now, I would say that there were fans who were ready to move on from Favre and on to Rodgers then too. They were tired of playoff disappointments. That sounds familiar. Uh they were tired of poor play in cold weather, which was also yeah. an opinion held by the scouting staff and the coaching staff. But I don't know if it was anywhere close as vitriolic as it is with Rodgers. Like, there is a, and I don't know how large it is, but there is a fan base that they're sick of just about every aspect of him, including his performance yeah. this past season. And, yeah, and, and I, I think the money the, the money plays a factor too. The fact that he takes up so much cap and he, you know that's another part of this that I think you have to look at. And I also think that 
he has not done himself any favors in that realm. Like, again, taking the $50 million, when you could have said, because, let's be honest, when he was asked after the season, if walking away from $60 million was something he could actually do, he talked about the generational wealth he has, and it's not about the money, right? I would have loved for him to say that when he signed the contract on March 8th, 2022, and said, I'm going to take less than I can get here because I want to win a championship. And people would have looked at him vastly differently. Instead, he maximized what yeah. he could earn. And that's his right. He I'm did. not saying yep. that you're not allowed to do that, but from a perception standpoint, that did not help you. Not coming to the offseason program, not seeming invested. That didn't help you with the fan base, didn't help you with the people that are deciding that they are done with you. So I think those are the biggest components, and I do think he holds a measure of responsibility for how people feel about him, being less than truthful about vaccination and all the other stuff. That, for some people, is a big thing, too. I get it. The way he just carries himself and the... Ideas about conspiracy theories. That rubs some people the wrong way. There's a lot of different groups that he has managed to yeah, irritate. With all that said, mm -hmm. the only thing that really matters when it comes to being the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers is winning. And the reason you're hearing these things and this is actually going to happen is because this team went 8-9 and nine and didn't make the playoffs. Yep. That's it. All of those other things that you mentioned, there, there's validity to it, for sure. But you're really telling me if they were 13-4 and four again, and even if they didn't win the Super Bowl, if they went to the NFC Championship again and he was playing at an MVP level, you think any of this conversation would be happening? The answer is no. This is a results, merit-based business more than any business in the world. And if you're giving your team a best chance to win – you're going to continue to get those opportunities. All of the other stuff, unless it's criminal, yes. When you don't, all of those things get brought to light, and they become big negatives, and that's how you get to this position. The way the season finished and the fact that we didn't get in the playoffs when there's seven teams in the NFC that make the playoffs, and we weren't one of them, and we are paying you the top dollar, you have to get over the hump there. I don't care about all the other stuff. Oh, we didn't give you enough weapons, all this other stuff. That's why we're at where we're at. Not about vaccines or about off-season workouts or about any of this other stuff. It's because you didn't win enough. That's it. We'll circle back to this. I know Jesse's been inundated with text messages. I... I I do find myself also, and I, I, I know that we have a bunch of, we, you know, we have our group chat, uh, our Bucks buddy and Big Cat and Ashy and everybody else. Uh, again, I understand the league is different than it was when I was a kid. Um, I do, I, I don't know how you look at the last 30 years and not expect and market correction after all that success, one, and two, I don't know how you look at what has happened in the last several years and how a guy has played at the most important position in the game at the highest possible level. Not in playoff games. I'm not saying he played great in the playoff games. He didn't. But 
You won a hell of a lot of games the last three years. After you drafted his replacement and he sat on the bench for three years, after you traded away the best wide receiver in football, and now you're about to trade away a surefire first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, isn't a lot of this just the fact that we always believe, and this is something I've said since I've done this show and throughout my entire career as a player, that guy in that locker room is so important. Having that guy bring you the belief, hope, and unity that you have, that ain't like that everywhere. When you don't have – if Jordan Love struggles next year, you're going to see splintering. You're going to see fingers pointing. That's how the NFL works. If your locker room is weak, is a little bit of this the trust and belief that Goody can continue to build and make a roster that can win and belief that he got it right with Jordan Love? Because that's what this is going to come down to. Or the whole Matt LaFleur is staking his career on it. Goody for sure is. And Packer fans that are in this boat, which is a lot. It's about 75% that we're going to build and be better without Aaron Rodgers than we will be moving forward with him. That is a big risk. Not saying it's not worth taking because you got to have big risk. And if Jordan Love becomes a stud, hey, kudos to you, Goot. But if it's not, we're going to see an Elliott Wolf or we're going to see somebody else in that chair. And it won't be a long wait because you know what else happens when – Whomever takes over for Mark Murphy, just like GMs like new quarterbacks, you know what new presidents and ownership groups like? They're people. Boom. So, good on you. I hope everybody knows what the hell they're doing. Uh, yes or no? Does it feel like more of a risk than it felt like in 2008 when you were on the roster? Oh, this is much more of a risk. Thank you. I would agree. The only other thing that I want to add before we get to trivia is this. When I covered Mike Sherman, when I covered Mike McCarthy, and now when I cover Matt LaFleur, and frankly, when I look at Ted and I look at Goody, you have to at least acknowledge the possibility that those Coaches and those general managers were viewed as better at their jobs because they had the quarterback to make them look good. We talked about this with Mike Tannenbaum, right? You get the quarterback spot right, and it covers up a lot of mistakes you might make otherwise. Signing Joe Johnson, whatever else. Yes. Yes, you do. So if if Goody turns out to have Jordan Love right... Home run. You're Kudos fine. To Goot. Everything will be fine. If he's wrong, he, ain't and he has the other mistakes he's going to make. He won't get another quarterback. With well, that policy as the new president. Let's play some trivia. Oh, snap. Jesse, what's today's category and what caller would you like? Jets, goats. Jets, goats, because they might have a new one in an hour or a day or a week or whatever this is going to be. Let's hope not an hour. Yeah. Jets, goats. Uh, would So if Rodgers doesn't wear 12 in New York, what would he wear? Eight. All right. Let's do caller eight. He'll go back to Cal. Yeah, he'll go back to Cal. Yeah, that'd be a – he'd sell a lot of jerseys. 
Did this quarterback have to go zero to twenty? Because he'd probably. Uh, I don't think it'd be a bad idea for him to go completely something off the ninety-nine, like Wayne Gretzky or something. Should he go sixty-nine as an homage to Bakhtiari? He might not have well, David to. David will be with him. Uh, David will be with him. Uh, caller eight eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Trivia next. It's Will Dean's house. This is Wilde and Tausch, brought to you by Grassland Butter. Grassland Dairy is Wisconsin. Learn more at grasslandbutter.com. You know I know how to make stop and stare at us all Exploding kittens. Did you ever play that game? Yeah, it's fun. Fun game. There's a. There's a. The girls have off of school today and tomorrow, and they're fun. Snow uncle. day. No. Preemptive parents, snow par- day. Parent teacher conferences. Um, and their fun uncle Charles Robinson of Yahoo Sports is here. They're playing exploding kittens upstairs while listening to Wilde and Tausch. So thanks. Time now for them to listen yeah. to someone. First time play- your kids listen to the show, probably ever. That's great to hear. Sid's a big fan. She's a podcaster like Eleanor. Time now for trivia. Oh, snap. Will the Intosh contestants are competing to win crispy, fresh, delicious snacks from Oh Snap Pickling Company. When not just any snack will do, experience Oh Snap Pickled Veggies. Oh, snap. Let's welcome in our contestants. It is Dustin in Germantown. Dustin, good morning, buddy. How are you? Morning, guys. I'm doing great. How are you? Have you played before? I have not. Ooh, <laughs> first time. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, well, snap. <laughs> uh, and soon, Aaron Rodgers will be playing for a team other than the Green Bay Packers for the first time in his pro career. Let's see if that team does turn out to be the Jets and how you fare with these trivia questions about Jets, goats. Question number one, Dustin, is this. Which of these players is the only New York Jets quarterback to ever lead the team to a Super Bowl victory? Was it Joe Namath, Vinny Testaverde, or Rex Sweetfeet Ryan? Uh, Joe Namath. Uh, Rex Sweetfeet Ryan was not correct either, but uh, he did spend some time with Big Linda, from what I understand. Lewandowski. Old Sweetfeet. Wow. All right. Which of these players was the starting quarterback of the New York Jets the last time the team reached the playoffs? Is it Chad Pennington, Mark Sanchez, or Sam Darnold? Uh, Mark Sanchez. 
Two for two. Let's go for the queen, clean sweep here. You know what year that was? All right. Uh, yeah, 2010. Uh, oh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Too slow, Dustin. Was, Ooh, and, maybe next and, time. <laughs> and, and frankly, uh, we didn't want to have anybody try to take away an entry from you if you got that wrong. So, yeah. All these, all these years that we've been bemoaning the fact that the Packers haven't won a Super Bowl since 2010, Jets haven't been to the playoffs since 2010. Ah, is that what life is like without great quarterbacking? Hmm. It's <laughs> a great question, Jason. All right, Dustin, let's get a clean sweep here. Question three. In the one season in which Brett Favre was the starting quarterback of the New York Jets, how many games did the team win did they win eight games nine games or ten games ten games nine and seven after an eight and three start and then he tore his biceps in his throwing arm and they were (laughs) dunzo uh, just like trivia is, Dustin, but you still got two out of three right. You got three of the possible four entries. That's not bad for your first time. I hope hope, hope you tune in tomorrow to find out if you win the O-Snap Pickling Company prize pack. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. I, I heard old boy yesterday. Um, who's the dude on Sirius XM after Morning Men? What's the guy's name? Adam Shine. Uh, Adam Shine, yeah. Shine on. Uh, Shiny. And he is sitting there. Berating, oh, the, the this isn't the pa- the Jets picking up some washed up quarterback like Brett Favre, and I'm thinking to myself, Shiner, what the hell are you talking about? He had your team humming, and then he, he went the next year, probably had his best season of his career. He did with Minnesota, indeed. Uh, it's just a, it's dumbfounding to me how some people can just say things. Now, granted, I know Rob Vogel probably tweet back at me, what the hell are you talking about? I'm wrong sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. no question. Uh huh. But come on, that's your squad. I would love to know. Favre was, wa- Favre was not washed up when he went to New York. If no Favre fear. didn't get hurt in New York that year, I think people forget about that. That how good they yeah. were. Eight until and three. He got banged up, and he was no. They're playoff bound. Yeah, and they could have made a run there. They Brady went was in hurt. on a Thursday night. Thursday night they beat up on the Patriots on a Thursday night game, and that's when everybody started thinking, "Can they actually do this?" Right. And I'm telling you right now, this whole Packer transition, the heat would have been ratcheted up on Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't go, and had he won in Minnesota, at uh-huh. least we were a playoff team the year Minnesota should have won a Super Bowl. Yeah. If we had been another clunker of a year in 09, <laughs> uh-oh, the old Bells would have been firing off. And now, with the media and where we're at in this landscape... Can you imagine that's all part of what you need to look at moving forward? I know you're going to do what you feels right for the franchise, but understand all of this other stuff is part of the equation. Even if you don't want it to be, it is. We'll talk more about that to start the 10 o'clock hour. I mentioned Big Linda. Oh, uh, Linda, ready for some lab court. Well, I'm curious. Uh, I, you've got some information for Big Linda. F- I, I, maybe not for Rex Ryan. I think he's aged out of that. But uh, certainly for the rest of us on the panel with lab court. Uh, yeah, 
The a little bigger fella or gal, LabCorp has a variety of open trials now that will fit your schedule. If you're looking for a little bit more money, and right now, who's not? With rent and with eggs and with everything else, right now is a great time for you to look at doing one of these studies. Healthy adults age 18 to 60 with a BMI between 18 and 32. The study involves one stay of eight nights plus seven follow-up visits, and you can be compensated up to 10328 bucks, and you can receive up to $300 per qualified participant. They also have a trial looking for healthy, overweight males and females ages 18 to 55. Females must be of non-childbearing potential with a BMI between 30 and 39.9. This study is six nights with two follow-ups, and you can be compensated up to $3,700. Go to LabCorp. Nice. clinicaltrials.com that's labcorp <laughs> clinicaltrials.com you're catching that p right i want to i know you guys have given me a little grief early on i wanted to make sure the p is popping yeah you know well, I, and i want to make sure that people go to labcorp.com instead of labcore yeah. like they might have been going to once upon a time that's all I love the P. Uh, Marine Corps. A Corps is pretty well documented. All right, first of all, Marine Corps. If you want to say Marine Corps, that's C-O-R-P-S. So you still are sending them to the wrong website. L-A-B. All right, how about AmeriCorps? The teaching, the one with the teacher. I believe that's P-S also. I don't believe so. I don't. Oh, well, we'll do some research on that, and then we'll get ready for an inundation of text messages. Seriously, I've got a lot of great tweets in response to my Curly Bill tweets. It's a lot of good stuff. We'll get to it all from you next. It's Wilde and Tausch. Don't go anywhere. Another hour of Wilde and Tausch, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, is coming up next on ESPN Wisconsin, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand.